on the field and inside the clubhouse. This is Brewers Extra Innings. 1-1 delivery, here it is. Jackie Bradley Jr. sends one in the air. And it is going to be Marcelo Zuna again to grab that one. And this one is over. Brewers get nothing on a hit, leave one. Final, Braves five, Brewers one. Now broadcasting live from American Family Field with Jerry Augustine. Here's Matt Foley. Another tough night for the Brewers. They don't get a whole lot done from an offensive perspective, and that has been a bit of a trend here recently. One run on three hits. They lose to the Braves by a 5-1 score. They lose the series, and now they will try to salvage a game coming up tomorrow afternoon when before they once again hit the road, but the Brewers are struggling. At one point in time, they were 17-10 and with the best record in the National League, and they have fallen all the way back to 500 as uh, they are now 20-20 and after this loss today. Uh, again, it's the offense that you really focus on. They really only had one inning where they had anything going there in the seventh, and they, did, uh, they didn't get much of an opportunity, or they weren't able to Breakthrough to score more than one run in the inning. Uh, Brett Anderson wasn't great uh, in, in in his time, giving up the, the four runs and three and two-thirds innings. Unfortunately, you know, Jackie Bradley Jr. made a fantastic catch, robbing a home run, but outside of that, uh, not a whole lot to be positive. There were some okay performances uh, from the bullpen tonight, but let's bring in uh, former Brewers pitcher Jerry Augustine. And Augie, we're both positive types of people. I, I can't speak for you, but for me, it, right now, the way this team is playing and the lack of wins and everything that's going on, it, it is quite tough to find much positive that's going on with this team. Well, it's the offense. I, you know, anytime you go in a game, you're facing a, a good pitcher. And Ian Anderson, he pitched a great ball game tonight. He had the no hitter going into the sixth inning. But you can't when you get you can't get guys on, get them in scoring position. You can't score runs, and that was what the Brewers had tonight. They, had, they didn't get a runner in scoring position till the fifth inning. And I thought Brett Anderson couldn't find the strike zone today. He's usually got to own that 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 part of the strike zone that's down and away and he just couldn't command a strike zone early. Uh, Braves were able to put up four runs, the difference in the ball game. Adam McCalvey tweeted this out just a little bit ago, looking at what has happened since the Brewers on May 1st were 17-10 and 10 with the best record in the National League. Since then, they have lost 10 of 13. They've hit 202 as a team in that period. They have hit 143 with runners in scoring position, and they're now a 500 ball club at 20-20. and 20. Now, in no way, shape, or form has anything uh, been decided. We'll get into uh, text messages and tweets and things like that. I think if you, uh, if, if you have any wide-ranging thoughts that because of this slump that they're in, this is going to have implications on whether or not this team can do what they want to do this year. It's a little early for that, but the bottom line is they're not winning many games right now, and that's a trend that they've got to uh, that they've got to have come to an end sooner than later. Again, if you want to join us, you can do so by calling or texting on the Ankinet Mortgage Talk and Text Line eight five five six one six one six twenty. That's eight five five six one six one six twenty. You can also tweet at me at Matt. Pauly on air, M-A-T-T-P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. I'm Matt Pauly, former Brewers pitcher Jerry Augustine here as well, and we're back with more in just a moment. This is Brewers Extra Innings. Brewers Extra Innings with Matt Pauly on WTMJ. Now the pitch. Big swing and a drive into left. Deep warning track. It's off the wall. One run's going to score, and the Braves have the lead on a long double by Albies. 
Tough night at the yard for the Brewers. They lose to the Braves by a 5-1 score. They've lost the first two games of the series. And again, they're at 500 now. After being 17-10, and 10, they have fallen all the way back to 500 at 20-20 and 20 with the loss tonight. We do welcome you back into the program. I'm Matt Pauley, former Brewers pitcher Jerry Augustine. Alongside, if you want to join us, you can do so by calling or texting into the Acunet Mortgage Talk and text line 855-616-1620, 855-616-1620. You can also tweet into the program at Matt Pauley on air, M-A-T-T-P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. Uh, Brewers fans are very frustrated right now, and I think absolutely rightfully so. Uh, anytime you're just having the um, the struggles that they're having from an offensive standpoint, and after the team played so well to get to that major league or national league best record of 17 and 10, to be where they're at right now, I think it's absolutely valid to be frustrated. Also, I think you do have to look forward and say. What can this team do and what will this team do to be able to kind of get out of this funk? Not kind of get out of this funk, just flat out get out uh, of this funk. And Augie, let, let me ask you that because the, the offensive struggles now, they have been going on long enough that this is not something where I'm going to say, oh, it's a small sample size. We're still early in the season and obviously they can still turn it around and there's guys uh, who have who are better hitters than they're showing, but at the same time, you're a quarter of the way into the season, and you're hitting 211 as a team, and it seems like from an offensive standpoint, it's it's getting worse. What do you do to fix this issue? Well, you you got to go out every day and, and still try to compete. There's no question about it, and the offense will come around. I, I tell you, anytime you, you lose a Christian Yellich and Keston here's not swinging the bat well and driven into minors trying to work things out, it's having everybody healthy. And I and the one thing I, I think with this ball club, I, I still go back, and I, I might be repetitive when I say it, it's being healthy as a team. And this is a ball club, when you, you talk about it before the season, health was going to be in a very important Important part that they needed to keep people in their lineups. So the Christian Yelich, Castanera, Navarez, Wong, these guys all have to stay healthy, and they've all been on the DL for a or DL uh, the injury list for a little bit of time, working their way back. So I really believe it's still a part of being healthy, getting everybody the key at bats, the number of bats they need to have to get them in a position to be swing the bat on a consistent basis. But you do have to get guys like Castanera and and Christian Yelich back in that lineup. They're so big to this lineup. That's what this lineup was built around and not having those two guys in this lineup really affects it a lot. Mike and Mequon texting in. Get Ryan Braun back. We must have someone who can hit. Not happy. A seasoned seat holder for 50 plus years. I would love to see Ryan Braun back, but not so much because of what he would do for this team, more because I'm, I'm really bummed for him that if his career came to an end last season, he played his final games with nobody in the stands. Braun can come up with big hits, but to think that bringing a Ryan Braun back is all of a sudden going to be that middle-of-the-order kind of bat that's going to carry a team, with all due respect to him, at 37 years old, coming off another injury season last year where he hit two thirty three. I think if, if he... I don't think we're probably going to see him. The Every day that goes by, I feel like there's less and less of a chance of us seeing him again this year. Maybe there's a chance he comes and you know kind of has a swan song in the final year or final month or two. I, I don't I don't think that's going to happen. But to to the point that was made in the text, I think if he does come back, 
he comes back to be a guy off the bench, a guy that you can hopefully get some big hits out of in the month of August and September. He doesn't come back to be your number three hitter, your number four hitter. I just I don't think that's the answer at this point. Well, you know, one thing about Ryan Braun, and we, we say it each and every year that there's not a club in baseball that wouldn't like to have Ryan Braun on their team because you put him in any lineup and he makes that lineup better. And I think you talk about Milwaukee or wherever uh, he does that. Uh, Ryan Braun has those abilities where he never goes into lengthy stretches where he goes into slumps. He might go into slump for a, a period of several at-bats, uh, uh, three or four days, but he always comes up with big hits. And I think that's what the Brewers need. I'm not saying Ryan Braun is the answer because uh, Ryan will have to make that decision as the season goes along. But they are looking for those key factors in that lineup. The guys in that lineup that you can depend on that can come up with key hits in key situations or come with big come up with big hits in different situations to get this offensive going. You look up and down the lineup. This is still a very, very good good offense But when they're all hitting. But right now they're in a phase where nobody, everybody's struggling. They can't get guys on base and you know like you said Matt yeah you look out the month of May they hit 143 in the month of May in runners in scoring position that's hard to score runs you're getting guys on base but when you don't hit with runners in scoring position that really tells the story and and today I just think it was just a case where where Ian Anderson was just very good really complimented his fastball when he had a great changeup. he used it effectively and really kept the uh, kept the, the hitters off stride a little bit and uh, pitched a good ball game. Mark and River West says, we're now three and a half games back and can't even make it respectable against a team with a worse record. That being said, it appears the crew is playing to play their way out of the playoffs. That The crew is now 500. And what is with our pitching again? Four losses out of six games this week, giving up 21 runs. So first off, I think the thing I would most disagree with with Mark there is the idea of them playing their way out of the postseason. Uh, it is May 15th. They're... They're, they're not playing their way out of the postseason. They're, they're in a division right now that there are no great teams in the division, and three and a half games is, is nothing. So, no, they're not – I'm not saying they're going to be a playoff team, but in no way, shape, or form are they playing their way out of uh, the playoffs on, on May 15th. It's a little early to be talking about that. As far as the pitching – Augie, yesterday Adrian Hauser did not pitch well. Today Brett Anderson did not pitch well. The pitching, for the most part, has been flat-out fantastic. And one of the things that we said over and over and over as they were just doing things from a historical standpoint uh, that we really hadn't seen was the level of pitching that they were at was not sustainable. Not that it could, they couldn't be good all season, but the, the elite level that they were at was not sustainable. They've, they've fallen back a little bit, but the overall pitching numbers are still good. Again, this kind of goes back to hitting, though. There is going to be parts of this season where the Brewers are going to be winning games by how many runs they're scoring, and it's going to be the hitting that's carrying the pitching. That's not happening now, but it's going to have to happen at some point this year. Yeah, you go through that throughout the season. And, you know, every team is going to have their ups and downs. It's, you know, when we look at this ball club coming out of spring training, everybody's really excited. And, you know, you look at them and they say, wow, they're pitching. Young pitchers are throwing the ball very well. Their bullpen looks very, very solid with what they have in the bullpen, especially finishing up games. You have to like it. And you say, offense, what are they going to do on the offensive side of the ball? Some people say they're not going to be a home run hitting team. But in spring training, we saw them do a lot of really good things with putting 
moving the ball and play, not striking a lot, striking out a lot, getting guys on base. The way you have to do it, you have to get guys on base. Hitting, hitting with runners in scoring position is very important, but you have to maintain getting runners on base. That's the only way you're going to get through this. And right now, they're just in a, they're just not swinging the bat for well, not putting the ball in play. You look today, they didn't get a runner in scoring position until the fifth inning. And then when they, they got that, they were, they were able to score one in the seventh, but still can't, they cannot come up with big hits, hitting the ball hard, putting the ball in play at times, but not kidding those big key hits. And I think when you don't have everybody a hundred percent healthy, your key people healthy, and you have a solid lineup that you can go to each and every day, those things happen. And it's happening to the Brewers right now. 5-1, the Brewers fall short. They lose to Atlanta. They've lost the first two games of the series back at 500 at 20-20. and 20. Lots of text messages, tweets, and phone calls to get to between now and 10.30. We'll wrap things up. If you want to join us, you can do so. 855-616-1620. That is the Accident Mortgage Talk and Text Line. Or you can tweet at me, at Matt Pauley on air. M-A-T-T-P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. This is Brewers Extra Innings. It's Brewers Extra Innings with Matt Pauley. Anderson deals. Freddie Freeman sends one to left center and deep. Warning track. This one is going to be gone for Freddie Freeman. Wow. And a milestone in his outstanding career. 5-1, Brewers fall to Atlanta. Welcome back into Brewers Extra Innings here on WTMJ. My name is Matt Pauley at American Family Field. Former Brewers pitcher Jerry Augustine with me as well. If you want to join us, you can do so by calling or texting the AccuNet Mortgage Talk at text line 855-616-1620. Or you can tweet into the program at Matt Pauley on air, M-A-T-T-P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. At Field Pigeon, tweeting... Do we really feel the problem is hitting coach Andy Haynes? I don't. At what point do we start blaming the players? So I, I also don't blame Andy Haynes, and I feel like I'm I'm in a minority on this one, but I also think I'm consistent. Five, six years ago, when I got tons of text messages and tweets and phone calls wanting Derek Johnson to be fired as the pitching coach, I disagreed. Three years ago or two years ago, however long it was, when Chris Hook got the job and I got those exact same calls, I, I disagreed, and I'll, I'll disagree now. Like these, these coaches get to this position for a reason, and I, whether it's a hitting coach or a pitching coach, whatever coach it is I think more often than not we kind of overstate the impact they might have now do do the Brewers maybe need to look at what they're doing from an organizational standpoint and their approach and what they're teaching and and things like that but in terms of the actual job that Andy Haynes is doing no I don't I don't think firing Andy Haynes is going to really accomplish anything at, at this point Augie I agree. Uh, I think Andy works extremely hard. He understands it. He's trying to get everybody in that thought process of going up there and putting the ball in play. And you know, you look today; they only struck out. They struck out six times today, uh, in the, which is not a lot in the, in the game of baseball in today's in today's world. They put the ball in play, and it, uh, I'm seeing guys starting to swing the bat better. I'm seeing them put the ball in play, hitting the ball hard. Some of the plays are right at guys. We saw a couple balls hit today, right at guys. Uh, Lorenzo Cain came up late in the ball game, hit a ball to right center that Herrera w- went over and made just an awesome catch at catch. If that ball gets past it, he could be uh, uh, could be on third base with the with a tying run uh, at the plate. So I think they're putting the ball in play. It's just that things are not working out where they're 
getting the big hits when they do need them and putting rallies together. And, you know, we saw, we go back, we look at the Dodgers. They started out 13 and two this year, then lost 15 out of the next 20. They were not hitting with runners in scoring position. They didn't have everybody healthy. All of a sudden they got healthy, got some at bats, and now they're swinging the bat very well and winning ball games again. And I just bring them up because they were supposed to be the premier team of all baseball. So I think when you talk about the Brewers, it's about going up, putting the ball in play, continually getting, giving those good at-bats and getting guys on base. You get guys on base, eventually things are going to turn around. Back to the phones. we got Doug and Baraboo. Hey, Doug, thanks for a holding. You're on WTMJ. Yeah, good evening. A uh, couple positive things. Uh, Augie just mentioned it. We only struck out six times, and and uh, last I saw, the, the Cardinals were down uh, six to one. Um, maybe that's a little sarcastic, but that's uh, as a fan, that's it's true. But um, the thing is, I'm looking at the numbers, and the way I came up with in uh, back in April, we scored about four runs uh, per game, and we had a good record. And then this month so far, we're scoring about two and a half uh, runs uh, per game. So the if that's correct. The, even tonight on, a, on our good month of April, that wouldn't have uh, been enough to, to win tonight. And I totally agree with Augie. That, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I can't think of a, an answer uh, for it other than get get everybody healthy. But there was one thing I was a little concerned about tonight, listening to our announcers. And uh, it, 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 to me, it sounded like they were insinuating that the dead ball that the Major League came up with uh, this year was was uh, hurting the Brewers from from time to time, and I, I think tonight maybe the dead ball might have hurt that Brave when Bradley made that that uh, great catch, great catch. But I don't I don't think that's the, the Brewers' problem. I think again we got to get healthy and we got to um, cut down the strikeouts like we did tonight. Yeah, Doug, I appreciate it, and I didn't hear the exact comments that you're making reference to, but. I can tell you this, watching yesterday's game, the Brewers had six balls yesterday that were caught on the warning track. We actually had a poll question uh, yesterday on Twitter, and let me see if I can very quickly go back and find it, because uh, it it does feel like that the ball is not flying. So I did a poll question yesterday on Twitter, and I said the Brewers had six fly ball outs caught on the warning track. How many of those do you think would have been a home run with last year's baseball? And all but uh, 8% of the respondents thought at least some of them would be. Uh, all six was 30%, 3 to 5, 27%, and then 1 to 2, 33%. So, again, I don't know if the conversation was in reference to, to yesterday or today, but, Augie, yeah, I, I do think we're still learning about the impact of the baseball, and it really – now – like yesterday for the Braves, Marcelo Zuna just you know one armed one straight away to center field, and that thing got out in a hurry. And the Brewers got a couple home runs in the ninth inning. Uh, but it's it's very anecdotal, but it just feels like at times there are balls that historically would have gone out that are not going out this season. Yeah, it's 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 really been funny. There's there's balls when we watch when you're you're sitting at the game, you know, watching the ball hit, you hear it crack off the bat, and you go like, that ball's got to be out of here. Yeah. And you're catching at the warning track, and we saw that a lot on the last road trip, even down in uh, in Miami. We saw it in in Philadelphia, and in the baseball, we're seeing it. Uh, I don't know if it's the ball exactly. I, I think we're just going to have to wait and see how that all plays out. But you know, you're still putting the ball in play and putting good swings on it, not striking out. Things are going to happen. 
happen. And yeah, there were a couple of balls got to the warning track, but still you got to go. When you get runners on base, you got to pick the pitch, a pitch you have to get and you have to put the ball in play. You continually put balls in play. Think good things are going to happen. And, you know, I like today that uh, we just talked about the strikeouts, getting a low amount of strikeouts, putting the ball in play. But it, it may be different, Matt. I, I, I had I don't have any conclusion on it. I can't say if the ball is making a, 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 a different impact. I think there's certain ballparks where the ball flies no matter what. Uh, but uh, we're still seeing a lot of home runs, and the ball is flying at times. But uh, it's going to be interesting to see how this all comes about as we go on throughout the season. We're going to talk more about home runs coming up in just a moment. Brewers fall short. They lose to Atlanta today by a 5-1 score. If you want to join the program, you can do so by calling or texting into the Accident Mortgage Talk and text line 855-616-1620. We are back with more in just a moment on WTMJ. It's Brewers Extra Innings with Matt Foley on WTMJ. One ball, two strikes. And the pitch. It's right on the outside corner. He winds up striking out the side, and the inning is over. Brewers lose to the Braves today. They've lost the first two games of the series. They lose today 5-1. Matt Pauley, former Brewers pitcher Jerry Augustine, coming your way. Have you for another 35 minutes or so, taking you till 10.30. Got a text message from the 262 simply stating, the Brewers need to quit swinging for the fences. Augie, during uh, the pregame show tonight with uh, with you and Craig Council, they they got into hitting, and it was a really interesting conversation that the two had. And, and essentially, Council said that at some point recently, maybe there's been an overvaluing of the home run, a devaluing of the strikeout, and maybe too much so, and that's something that maybe needs to come back around. But more than anything else. Pitching has changed, and pitching has changed to a point where guys are throwing so hard that pitching has evolved faster than hitting has evolved. So pitching is just in front of hitting right now. And essentially what he got into, and I'm paraphrasing and kind of putting words into Craig Council's mouth, but essentially saying that it's it's tough to string hits together. So you, you hit home runs, and that's how you score runs in Major League Baseball today because it's just, you know, pitching is so far ahead of hitting. And I think, I think there's a lot of truth to that, and I know baseball wants to change that. Baseball wants the ball to be put in play more often, but that's a whole lot easier said than done. That's a great point, Matt. You know, when we talk about, let's talk about the pitching aspect of it. We now have analytics, and your analytics tell you spin on the ball, how much your ball breaks, uh, pitches in certain situations you use, and the scouting reports are so precise now that hitters, pitchers go into ball games, they know just about everything they need to know about that hitter, that hitter and how he's going to approach them. And when you have all those analytics in the game and now you have guys throwing uh, on the average of you're seeing relief pitchers in the 94 to 100 with a good changeup and a good slider and, and it, making those pitches on a consistent basis. I can see that part where what Craig Council was talking about, that it's, it's so hard to string hits together it's very difficult so you number one you go up there you get a pitch you try to drive the ball out of ballpark I think you, I agree with you I think the pitching is way ahead of the hitting because of analytics all the research all the scouting reports what hitters get to see how pitchers can 
pick up what is the strengths of hitter, uh, hitters are and pitch to those weaknesses or pitch to their strengths to, to get hitters out. I think that has a lot to do with it. And I, I think you'd probably agree with me. The analytics has really played a huge role in that. Where on the offensive side, you can learn what the pitcher does. You can learn what he throws in situations. But it's, you still don't get that, that precision that you get what a pitcher will do each and every time you come, to, or a hitter will do uh, to a pitcher each and every time you come to the plate. Yeah, teams are building pitching labs that are not building hitting labs at this point. And, and the pitcher is kind of that's the that's the aggressive thing that's happening. The first action, the one who's really setting everything in motion. And I don't know if baseball is going to be able to fix it, but it's certainly something that they uh, that they do want to. Five one Brewers uh, lose to uh, Atlanta. We're going to break for the news, and then we'll hear from manager Craig Council after that. Just want to make a uh, reference in two minutes. We're going to hear from uh, Kevin Wells doing news. Uh, this will be his final newscast that he does here during a uh, Brewers extra innings program. He is uh, moving up, and uh, we are certainly uh, excited for what he's going to be doing in the future. But appreciate all the work that uh, Kevin has done and has done a lot of newscast during Brewers extra innings. So one more coming up in two minutes here on WTMJ. This is Brewers Extra Innings with Matt Foley on WTMJ. Swinging a bouncer, hit to third. Oh, what a play again by Riley to second one and the return throw, double play. You cannot do it any better than that. Wow. 5-1 Brewers lose to the Braves. We're going to hear from uh, manager Craig Council in just a moment. Just want to put kind of a bow on a conversation we were having before the news. Because uh, Augie and I were talking about what pitchers were doing. And got a text message from the 262. And, and the text reads, the weight of the ball has to be the same. Speed of the ball that goes from the mound to the plate is the same. Whiffing towards the wall is the problem. Um. I understand why you send that text message, and I'm not trying to be dismissive of you, but at the same time, I think it's short-sighted. Uh, first off, guys are throwing harder. The average speed of a fastball is faster now than it is ever before, and the guys who have elite speed on their pitches more now than ever before. But it's the movement. The, you know, the Brewers invested millions of dollars into their pitching lab in Arizona because of the things you can do now as a pitcher that weren't being done before. The spin rate is a big deal. The movement. If you are, uh, to anybody listening, but specifically to this texter, if you're on Twitter, go follow Pitching Ninja and watch on these tweets that Pitching Ninja throws out the way the ball moves. What Devin Williams does with a baseball on his airbender, which is kind of a, a sliding changeup, basically, it's it's things that just that that hasn't happened before. So okay, yeah, the the weight of the ball is the same, sure, but no, the baseball being thrown by pitchers is being thrown differently now than it has ever been thrown before, and. I think that's a really important thing to understand when we're having uh, these type of discussions. All right, manager Craig Council did uh, speak with the media just a little while ago, opened up his thoughts talking about uh, the performance of starting pitcher Brad Anderson. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I thought it was just kind of when he was down, it was below the zone, and and, and then the, the strikes were just kind of up in the zone. Um, some close pitches that they laid off the right pitches and, and kind of swung at the right pitches. Um so you know they made it. They made it really tough on him. Craig, their Anderson must have stayed down in the zone only because you look at the innings and it's just ground ball outs, ground ball outs. You know, not hardly anything to the outfield against him until the seventh inning. 
Yeah, I mean, we didn't we didn't get many good swings for sure. Um, you know, his fastballs. It's the the one down feels like it's going to be below the zone. The one ups got you know it's got good spin still. He's really straight over the top, and and then he's throwing a really a really good changeup. So. You know, we didn't we didn't look comfortable tonight, um, and, and he did a nice job. Um, you know, until we got until we got something going in the seventh there. Craig, what what do you think of Lowe's ball off the bat? Um, uh, Brett Anderson thought maybe it had enough to go out off the bat. Yeah, I mean, I thought he hit it good. Um, I thought the great guy made a great play. I mean, the guy was the guy. You know, got a great jump, full full you know, full speed outstretched, you know, give him credit. He made a great play. Lowe in particular has probably seen enough of that, huh, Craig? He, he's had a lot of balls hard lately, but not much to show for us. Yeah. Well, he had, he had good at bats last night with not much to show. And, and, you know, he did what he's did, what he's supposed to do and what we need him to do and what we, what we, all you can do. Um, and, and you hit a ball hard to the gap. Um, and it's uh, you know it's it's what we're going through a little bit right now. We're you know we're in a team wide funk. We uh, offensively, it's it's the road trip and the homestand um, runs have been sparse because it's it's you know it's it's everyone really. There's there's you know low swung it all right with some hard contact. Obviously swung it okay, um, but it's we don't have anybody on it kind of driving the bus so to speak. And and so we're we're at, we're struggling to score runs. Because Craig, what that, is, go ahead, Tom. Go ahead. I was just going to ask Craig because of that. Craig, does a four nothing um, deficit after two innings does it just seem you know way more than four runs should seem when a team scuffling as a whole? Uh, I I don't know about that. I mean, I I think you know I, we you know we didn't we didn't create many opportunities, but I think. You got seven shots still. I think you got. You feel like you got a chance to score four. We, I, I feel like we do. So I, I didn't. I didn't feel like the game was over after two innings. I thought, you know, we went. We, we went to. We went to Drass in the fourth because I thought we couldn't let him score any more runs. But I think that's that's how we feel on most nights. Uh, when you know, so um, we got the we had the tying run to the plates, um, and and we had we had you know a chance to tack on some runs that inning and and you know again it, you get down to that point though and you get a rally going and you, you have to have a, a bunch of good at bats in a row and um we, we had some good at bats but they're interrupted by you know a, you know tyrone's out right there was a big out that they got um you know they got a strike out there that was was a big spot um and when you're down that many you, you got to be perfect at that point I was going to ask about Drew Craig. Brett said he was starting to feel some fatigue there, um, but but the innings that Drew has given you lately, do you see confidence building with him? Just how he's throwing the ball? Yeah, no question. I mean, I like the first. I, I think you saw it, the first hitter he faced in Swanson um, executed every single pitch to get us out of that jam. Um, um, the first couple of hitters of that next inning, really on top of it, so. Drew's pitching very well. Um, we got him in. A, he's in, he's got himself into a really good spot. Um, he's serving a nice role for us. Um, so we got it. We got to keep him there. Um, he's he's pitching some valuable innings right now and um, in multiple inning roles generally and, and doing a lot of good for us and bridging some games and, and getting us to a to a good place. 
5-1 Brewers uh, fall short against Atlanta. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll go back through the game with the highlights. This is Brewers Extra Innings on WTMJ. Ready for this? Fly ball. This? Deep right. And this? Third deck. Holy smokes. Time for tonight's highlights. Here's Matt Foley. Braves get the 5-1 win over the Brewers. Pitchy matchup. Brett Anderson goes for the crew. Ian Anderson for Atlanta. So it is the battle of Andersons. The Braves, they would score first in the top of the first inning. With one out, Freddie Freeman walks, and Marcel Azuna gets a base hit. That puts runners on at first and second for Ozzie Albies. Big swing and a drive into left. Deep warning track. It's off the wall. One run's going to score, and the Braves have the lead on a long double by Albies. Dansby Swanson would add a sacrifice fly. That would make it 2 nothing. Braves would add to their lead in the top of the second. With two outs, Ari Adrianzo would get a base hit. That brings up the always dangerous Freddie Freeman. Anderson deals. Freddie Freeman sends one to left center and deep. Warning track. This one is going to be gone for Freddie Freeman. Wow. And a milestone in his outstanding career. Brett Anderson just was not uh, really locating his pitches. In the third inning, he doesn't give up any runs but a couple hits. Braves would get some more hits in the uh, fourth inning as uh, Freddie Freeman would get a uh, base hit. Ozzie Albies would have a double that would put runners on at second and third, and that would end the day for Anderson. Drew Rasmussen would come in. He would strike out Dansby Swanson, and it would remain a 4-0 game. Rasmussen was uh, was pretty good, so he gets that strikeout of Swanson, comes back out for the fifth inning, strikes out Austin Riley after issuing a walk to William Contreras. He strikes out uh, Guillermo Heredia, and that would bring up Ian Anderson. One ball, two strikes, and the pitch. It's right on the outside corner. He winds up striking out the side, and the inning is over. Four straight strikeouts for Rasmussen. Brad Boxberger would come in to pitch the sixth inning for the Brewers, would put up a zero in the bottom of the sixth inning with one out, Omar Nervaez walks. By the way, Brewers still don't have a hit in the game. That would bring up Avisayo Garcia. Swinging a bouncer, hit to third. Oh, what a play again by Riley to second one and the return throw, double play. You cannot do it any better than that. Wow. Yeah, microcosm of the kind of night that it was as Garcia ends up grounding into a double play. It remains a 4-0 game going to the seventh inning. New pitcher in for the Brewers, Angel Perdomo in the top of the seventh. First batter he faces is Ozzie Albies. Situation against the Cardinals as Albies gets into one to left center. Jackie Bradley Jr. onto the warning track, onto the wall, leaps in, he caught it! He brought it back! Jackie Bradley Jr. got back to the track to the wall and he climbed that wall like Spider-Man. A flat-out spectacular catch by Bradley, robbing Albies of a home run, and it remains 4-0 going into the bottom of the seventh inning. Ian Anderson still pitching for the Braves. In fact, he had not given up a hit. That changes with Daniel Vogelback. Vogelback, a shake. Now Anderson agrees. The swing, the looping liner, shallow center. In comes the center fielder. Not going to get there. Base hit, Daniel Vogelback. The first of the night for the Brewers. They weren't done in the inning. Next hitter, Pablo Reyes. 
Here's the pitch. Swing and a fly ball into left and hit well. Ozuna back on the track. It is off the wall. Daniel Vogelback will be held at third. It's a double for Pablo Reyes. A little bit off the handle. He's out there at second base going, how did that ball not get out? That would end the day for Ian Anderson. A.J. Minter then comes in. First batter he faces, Tyrone Taylor. He strikes out, but then Jackie Bradley walks, so it loads the bases in a 4-0 game. The Brewers have the potential tying run coming to the plate in the person of Luis Arias. Minter, high set, pitch to Urias. Swing and a fly ball, hit down the left field line. Long run for Ozuna, nearing the line, makes the catch. Tagging and coming in to score is Vogelback. It's 4-1. to one. So the Brewers still have the tying run at the plate. This time, it is a pinch hitter, Lorenzo Cain. The pitch. Swing and a fly ball, right center, headed towards the gap. Over Heredia, makes the catch, and the inning is over. Yeah, that was a great catch by Heredia. That ball just hung up a little bit. Balls haven't been hanging that much, but for some reason, that one did, and Heredia got to it. This might have been a very different game had that ball gotten down, but it is just a 4-1 score. Uh, Brewers could get just the one run there in the seventh. In the eighth inning, Hobie Milner, who was just called up prior to the game, he comes in to pitch. First batter he faces is William Contreras. Swinging and a drive in the center, hit well. This is problems. Warning track, and uh, there'll be no leaping catch on this one. And William Contreras just hit one out of here. That would be uh, the final run scoring of the game, made 5-1. That would be the final. In the ninth inning, uh, Brewers would get uh, a runner on. Pablo Reyes would have a base hit, but nothing more than that. And the Brewers end up with the loss. With the win, the Atlanta Braves, they improve to 19-20 and with the loss. The Brewers drop to 20-20. and Winning totals for Atlanta, five runs, 11 hits, no errors. They leave 10 for the Brewers. One run, three hits, no errors. They leave six. Winning pitcher Ian Anderson, he's 3-1. and one. The loss to Brett Anderson, he's 2-3. and three. Uh, Home runs in the contest, Freddie Freeman hitting his 10th. William Contreras hitting his third. The game lasting two hours and 54 minutes, played in front of 16,344 folks at American Family Field. Brewers lose today to the Braves 5-1. We'll preview the series finale and also uh, tell you about something big that happened in the minor leagues. A lot of focus on the Brewers' minor leagues today. A lot going on. We'll go through all that coming up in just a moment. This is Brewers Extra Innings. This is Brewers Extra Innings on WTMJ. A 5-1 loss for the Brewers to the Braves. The two teams will wrap up the series coming up tomorrow afternoon here at American Family Field. We'll talk about that in just a moment. Let's tell you what else is going on across baseball this evening. First off, in the National League Central, a couple games still in progress. They're in the top of the seventh in San Diego. The Padres are laying it on the Cardinals right now. This is a 10-3 game. Tough start for Adam Wainwright, who went just four innings, six runs on eight hits, two strikeouts, three walks. He allows three home runs. 
runs, and uh, the Padres have a big lead there. The Reds are still playing. They have gone to the bottom of the 10th inning in Colorado. Reds and Rockies are tied 2-2, so we'll let you know if that thing gets over before all is and done. Rockies coming to the plate needing just one run to win. Games that went final today, the Cubs lose in Detroit to the Tigers by a 9-8 score. Trevor Williams throwing just two innings for the Cubs, three runs on four hits, two strikeouts, and two walks. And the Pirates, they get a win over the San Francisco Giants. Pirates winning by an 8-6 score. Um... Yeah, so the uh, the Pirates get the win right there. Tyler Anderson with five innings for Pittsburgh, four runs on six hits. Uh, Pirates are 17-22. and 22. A lot going on in the Brewers minor league system. They're still playing in Nashville, where Nashville is hosting uh, Memphis. They're in the top of the 10th inning. That game is even 3-3. With all due respect to what's still going on this game, what has already happened in that game is probably more notable. Christian Yelich in his second rehab appearance plays six innings. He goes 0 for 1. Popped out to shallow left field. He draws two walks. Had a number of catches uh, in left field, according to Will Salmon of The Athletic. One of them was a running catch. So we'll see uh, what happens when he wakes up tomorrow. Big night for Double A Biloxi. They knock off Mississippi one nothing. Not only do they knock off Mississippi one nothing, they get a no hitter as Ethan Small, uh, Zach Venaro, Nathan Kirby, and Matt Hardy combine to no hit the Mississippi Braves. So congratulations to the Biloxi Shuckers and everybody who was involved in that this evening. The Wisconsin Timber Rattlers they lose at Peoria today by an eight five score that puts Wisconsin a game under five hundred at five and six, and then Low A Carolina. They get doubled up at Down East, losing by a 4-2 score, and that puts Carolina's record at 7-4. So a lot going on between Christian Yelich at AAA, the no-hitter uh, at AA Biloxi. Very, very, very busy night. In our game, the Brewers lose to the Braves by a 5-1 score, just the one run on three hits. And now the Brewers will keep searching for some hitting and some run scoring. We'll see what they can do coming up tomorrow afternoon here at American Family Field. It's going to be Freddie Peralta getting the start tomorrow. The right-hander will come in with a 3-1 and record and a 2.77 ERA. Uh, he'll be opposed by Atlanta right-hander uh, Waskar Inwa, who is 4-1 with a 2.23 ERA. The scheduled first pitch tomorrow is 110. That means network coverage at 1235. I'll be with you at 12 o'clock for Brewers warm-up. And then uh, myself and uh, Craig Kishon, we will come your way immediately following the game for another edition of Brewers warm-up. Once again, Brewers lose to Atlanta by a 5-1 score. We'll talk to you tomorrow for more Brewers baseball here on WTMJ.